I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Life Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Last night, I'm sitting on the couch. Baby Piper was uh, put to bed. Jessica was doing some reading. We just finished up dinner, and I'm scrolling through on Twitter, and I see that there is a primary race, a runoff in North Carolina that has, like, Twitter a flutter. <laughs> a lot of a lot of attention on Twitter last night being paid to North Carolina's 11th congressional district. Why? Well, you see, President Trump had nominated a, a woman named Linda Bennett in the absence of uh, Mark Meadows. So Mark Meadows, member of Congress for some time, representing North Carolina's 11th Congressional District, he announces that he will not be seeking re-election because, well, he has been chosen to serve as President Trump's chief of staff, White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows. So that, of course, leaves the opening. Who's going to fill it? Uh, a long list of Republicans, I think 12 or 13, uh, ultimately stepped up and said, hey, uh, could you please send me to Congress, uh, please? Well, that got narrowed down to, to two candidates, and last night, a young man named Madison Cawthorn defeated uh, Trump-backed Linda Bennett. Now, why is this interesting? It's interesting for a number of reasons, but before I tell you, we're going to go back in time a ways. We're going to go back in time to the 1700s. Come on back with me, will you? When another young man named William C.C. C. Claiborne was a member of Congress himself. It's not known exactly how old he was, but the highest of likelihoods is that he was below the constitutional age to assume a seat in Congress. Yeah, he, he, may, have been, he may have been 22, 23, or 24 years old when he uh, became a member of Congress. And that's no good. It runs counter to the Constitution. But wh whatever, whatever the case, uh, he holds the distinction of likely being the youngest congressman in U.S. history. Although the reliability of the sources kind of differ about his age, he uh, was certainly young. And so what we have now, jumping back in time, or back into the future rather, to 2020, with Madison Cawthorn defeating his Republican challenger in this primary runoff, Linda Bennett, we have right now shaping up the potential for the youngest member of Congress to now uh, assume a seat. So Madison Cawthorn is currently 24 years old, born on August 1st, 1995. Now, think of the Constitution, 25 years old. That's how old you have to be to be a member of Congress. And so how is it that he's running at 24? Well, the Constitution specifically uh, indicates that you have to be 25 when sworn in. So he will on August 1st of this year, turn 25, and should he defeat his Democrat challenger in the general election, Madison Cawthorn will be the youngest member of Congress, certainly of this class and maybe dating back to the, uh, the dawning of Congress. 
Now, this young man is fascinating. Uh, here, before I ramble on too much longer, I want you to hear from uh, Madison as he uh, won last night this Republican primary runoff. This uh, in an interview he granted to WLOS-TV, thanking supporters. I'm so thankful that everyone has uh, put their trust in me to be able to go to Washington, D.C. to protect and defend the Constitution and our rights. Uh, I really believe the very identity of our country is people are trying to change it. He also tells that same ABC News affiliate WLOS that he, while being a supporter of Trump, wants to focus on the issues that North Carolina voters care about. The largest voting block in North Carolina, we have 44% in Western North Carolina of undecided voters. And so all these people, I think we can all coalesce to just, instead of labeling ourselves as undecided or as Republicans or as Democrats, to all just label ourselves as Americans. What were you doing when you were 24 years old? Were you winning, (laughs) were you winning uh, primary runoffs and likely just due to politics and the historical voting patterns of your district, likely gearing up to go to Congress and serve? No, well, Madison Cawthorn, he very likely will end up a member of Congress. Uh, that 11th District of North Carolina has been voting Republican for a long, long time. But who is he? Who is Madison Cawthorn? He, like I said, of course, 24. He's also uh, confined to a wheelchair. Yeah, in 2014, he was in a devastating car accident, spent about six weeks in the hospital, uh, hasn't walked since from uh, a heartbreaking story. If you make your way over to his campaign website, you'll see the story told in, in greater detail. His parents sitting side beside one another in their home explain what happened to this young man, a young man who uh, had he had uh, received a nomination to attend the Naval Academy. His intention was to uh, serve in uniform, and that accident which paralyzed him uh, cut that dream short. He's found other ways to serve. He started a, a real estate investment company. Remember, this, this guy's 24 years old. He starts a, a real estate investment company. He is, of course, the CEO and also a motivational speaker. And not to be too superficial, but this is a, he's a, he's a good-looking kid. Good chiseled features. Uh, part of his campaign video <laughs> is uh, shots of him at the gym. Now, I, I told you he's he's in a wheelchair, but that has not held him back athletically. He does uh, the the wheelchair racing, you know, the real intense kind where it's a, a big intense workout. He also, uh, as he's showing off in the gym, he does uh, pull ups uh, with his wheelchair strapped to his legs, adding weight there. He's an impressive guy at only 24, and it'll be fascinating to see. Oh, I told you he was a Trump supporter. And I've mentioned, you got to remember that he's a Republican. Yeah, one of the points that he'd like to make is that he, as a young Republican, is rare. So so many millennials, he points out, uh, are are much more liberally minded. He wants to go to Washington and remind those that are there and those that are looking in from afar that, no, that's not in fact the case, that there are certain individuals uh, with uh, conservative and Republican leanings who do also identify as millennials, he being one of them. He'd like to go be a representative for his age cohort and those who believe similarly to him. And I'm anxious. I'm anxious for November to come and go, and I'm anxious for him to find his way uh, to Washington, D.C. It'll be fascinating uh, to see uh, someone of his age and position going up against, say, <clears throat> you know, other young members of Congress with dramatically different ideologies. AOC comes to mind.
AOC comes to mind. Another millennial representing a different set of ideologies. So Madison Cawthorn, keep your eye on this young man. Uh, I think he's destined for some great things. Uh, Certainly an interesting footnote in history, if nothing else, uh, to be so young and very likely destined for the United States Congress. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, uh, just after the newscast, I want to talk to you uh, about an exchange which took place in the United States Senate yesterday. Former Governor Mitt Romney sat down with former Secretary of Health and Human Services Mike Levitt. They talked about lessons that we've learned today which we can apply to the future. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.